Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. I'm David Reed. The man chuckling next to me is our guest. But first, this is the voice of Marek Larwood. Hello, I'm Matt Larwood. Our guest is... Mr. Thomas Tuck. Hello. Hello, Thomas. Friend of the show, Thomas Tuck. First time I've done it in your house. Excuse me? Sorry. <laughs> I've done it in your house. Oh, right. Oh, well, have we not had you on since we moved from Absolute Radio? No, no. Oh, well, welcome. I was inter- intrigued to see the setup, but it's exactly what I thought it would be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. It's not if a glamorous you, outfit. If you can imagine the most professional... Um, studio, yeah, and take up all of the equipment <laughs> <laughs> and put in a dog on a sofa. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Um, I know that's what Abbey Road used to be like. I hear, <laughs> and and has declined to be much like that these days. I wonder if a dog has the same effect. You know, when they have padded walls in uh, studios. Where the dog changes the sound. The acoustics. Yeah. Well, I'm currently speaking from behind the dog. Are you which, deadening him? <laughs> probably. I probably sound a bit odd. But, um, but hey, he seems happy. Um, yes, Buddy the dog for new time listeners. Uh, the film Fandango dog. My dog. Um, yes. Well, um, films, gentlemen. Um, we have... Uh, well, actually, let's start with the big news. The Oscar nominations came out. And we received them directly before they were uh, issued. In a dream. In a dream. (laughs) Um, And I didn't put a bet on. No, such such an idiot. (laughs) So this will be before we talk about Best Picture, and next week maybe we can touch upon the Best uh, Actor and Actress, maybe. Yes, Yes. I mean, uh, Marek's been to see one of the Best Picture nominations this week, which we will talk about. So let's, could I go through the, the nominations? Please do. I feel like I should be opening an envelope. If you can put an envelope, the sound of a golden envelope. Do you want an envelope? What well, I just want the sound of a, of a golden envelope. Oh, I don't have any golden envelope. <laughs> but I want it to sound like it's golden. Okay. And it, that will okay. go in here. That's just a, <laughs> well, that's a can of sugar, but it, that, that will be replaced with a golden envelope. Sound. Okay. They are 12 Years a Slave, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska... Philomena and The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. Are you doing it like I opened... <laughs> you were opening nine envelopes. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those films. Nebraska I've seen. I've um, seen... Um, well, I'll talk about... Next week I'm going to talk about 12 Years a Slave, which I've seen. And also American Hustle, Captain Phillips and Gravity. 
and I'm going to go and see The Wolf of Wall Street which has just been released over, I think a few of them haven't been released over here yeah. like Her hasn't been released or Dallas Buyers Club now Her is the one with Joaquin Phoenix where he falls in love with Windows basically played by Scarlett Johansson weird it, hang on a minute falls with, with, with Windows, Windows operating system with the Windows operating system Scarlett Johansson is a new operating system that sort of uh, changes itself to be uh, to fit with your personality and he uh, falls in love with it I thought we meant Windows because there was a bloke on the other white in my Tesco used to, you know oh I see fall in love with window, window, you know, the window liquor mm. thing can you say that window liquor it's, it's quite difficult to say but I've never heard of a window liquor that's an ex- expression for somebody who's mental oh really yeah yeah um, it's derogatory expressions for people. Uh, Billy Connolly used to get away with saying that. Did he? Oh, I've seen them. Uh, it's not right in the head. I've seen him on. The, I've seen him on the bus licking the windows. That's what it is. That <laughs> people get so excited they start licking the windows. Oh. And that's why um, buses um, for mentally ill people don't have windows anymore. That's right, they don't. <laughs> then the technical transport unit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh. that has lost us probably ten percent oh. of our listeners. Goodbye, all, all Windows fans. Goodbye, Windows fans. Yeah, so her hasn't come out here yet, so we can't possibly comment. Um, good year for films all round. We reckon is that a decent list? My, I know I bang on about this every week. Blue is the warmest colour. Is the best film seen in a long time. It's not even <coughs> on. It's not even on the foreign films. Mm. Uh, so do you do you have to? Uh, before we started recording, you said you have to enter the film in, into the Oscars. Yeah, that's my understanding it. of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have to say what, 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 who's declared for what. So, like, who's will receive the Oscar if you get Best Picture? Who's who would go up? Oh, okay. It, and which award you enter? Same as like Perrier. You have you have you have to declare your um, intention. Intention. Yeah. To be to be eligible. It feels a bit Oscar. You know what film's going to get nominated. There's certain films have got a whiff of Oscar around them. Like last year, Lincoln got nominated, which I thought was an awful film. It seemed to me that it was just made to yeah. try and win an I, Oscar. Lincoln got better, but it's it started so poorly. <laughs> it, the opening of Lincoln is one of the most chocolate box things in all cinema. And Spielberg's made quite a few of those. It's terrible. Well, um, We've talked about twelve um previous day before and we're gonna do it next week and Captain Phillips and Gravity and Nebraska. And Nebraska. Um Philomena must go and see that. That was all went under the radar, didn't it? But I think had a good box of good uh, word of mouth. Yeah, from what I've read it's a Steve Coogan sort of um project of love really, that he's really try hard to get it made. It's really good because he? he'll he'll be he'll be up as producer and you know, would be yeah. They'll cut to Coogan at the Oscars when they say best picture thing because he'll He's in he a good year. Happen. He did a good year. Yeah, he has. But Alpha Papa should be up there, shouldn't it? Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> American Hustle. Uh, Tom, you were saying you've spoken to a couple of people who've seen it and uh, had mixed reviews. Well, yeah, I just spoke to, randomly spoke to two people about it today, uh, yesterday, and uh, uh, one one was saying it's the best film he's seen in six months. The other person said it was a complete pile of arse. Which person <laughs> do you like? Uh, uh, do you I don't know. This, I don't know this, the second person that well. What, just someone are you having a, someone. I imagine you're having a conversation someone just walking past <laughs> what do you think of American Hustle <laughs> no, I'd just done a gig and then we were chatting about films in general ah. how was the second person dressed do you think oh, do you know what you're, What was your first impression of this person well he, he had come up to say he liked my comedy so I think he's obviously got fantastic taste <laughs> so it must be a pile of arse and mm. therefore Tom Golding is a moron <laughs> 
And Tom Golding thought it was really great. Yeah. Okay. Comedian Tom Golding. Not a friend of the show. Well, <laughs> Not anymore, Golding. We had an email from Kristen Larkin from Dublin. Well, hello, David Maricom body, he writes. That is Dublin accent, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. I'm doing my James Joyce So impression. are you in the Liffey? <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> well, hello. I think he just says hi, but I'm adding the well. I'm adding the well. It's only a short email, so I've got to try and yeah. get the most Turn the racism <laughs> up to 11. It's not... Not, it's not, yeah, it's, <laughs> okay, it's, it's, sure, it's all about sure. skin colour, isn't it? If yeah. it's, uh, so it's xenophobia. Oh, is that right? I didn't know. Zen- <laughs> xenophobia is fine. Well, hello, David American Buddy. American Hustle was a little boxed over to pile poo. Okay, the end was good, but a good ending does not a good movie make. That is all. Thanks, Christian Dublin. Oh. <laughs> um... This is a similar thing to how I felt about American House. It is a good film. It is, but why? Is it, you know, you're watching. You know, it's cool. Is it a heist film? No. It, no. So the basic plot is Christian Bale plays a con man in the seventies who uh, starts off sort of breaking windows to get his dad's double glazing firm more money and becomes a con man gradually. He. Um, then falls in love with this woman at the party, and uh, who's played by a- Amy Adams, and she becomes a con woman with him, and they're very successful. But also, Christian Bale's only got a wife, hasn't he? He doesn't really get on with her anymore, but she's um, played by Jennifer Lawrence, one of my favourites. How old were there. they when they got married? Was she 12? Yeah, this is quite... <laughs> Yeah, she's playing someone a bit older. Right. She's got a, a, a child from, an ex- from a previous relationship, which he's taken on as his son, so he doesn't want to leave her, even though he's in love with uh, Amy Adams. Meanwhile, Bradley Cooper plays an FBI agent uh, who is f- finds these con people and employs them to help him try and take down some US senators and some sort of big figures, uh, a local mayor in New York, so he wants to sort of expose them as taking bribes, etc. Right. So, who does Jeremy Renner play? He plays Christian Bale's son. No, he, <laughs> he is the sort of the Italian-ish sort of mayor okay. of a sort of Bronxy area. Okay. Mm. The, the acting is superb. They're all brilliant and they're all watchable. Is there really a plot? You know, you just see lots of good scenes. And wigs. I've got to say something... The hair and the costumes are a good. Uh, should, they'll win the Oscar, I think. Phenomenal, the wigs and the costumes. It looks great. It looks. Amy Adams' clothes, clothes are amazing. Really stylized seventies clothes. Do you have the, you the list of who's up for costume? It is makeup? up for. It is up is for it? costume. Is is Bad Granddad up for it or Bad Grandpa, whatever it's called, the Jackass mm. film with um, Johnny oh, Knoxville? Yeah, yeah. Where is the grand? Is that Oscar nominated? Is it good? I haven't seen it, but I'm just wondering it if it's really, Oscar nominated really for the makeup. It's just a prank show, isn't it, basically? With a plot. Right, okay. Oh, a bit Sasha Baron Coney. Yeah. It is not in the best costume design. Did you see Sam Bain's tweet yesterday? No, what did he say? He, he said, um, um, the Oscars go, go to most con- conspicuous blank of the year, i.e. no costume designer is ever going to win an Oscar for picking out um, uh, perfect... Uh, on like the perfect jeans for someone to wear yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. even if they've done an amazing job it has to grab you well are there any are there any proper period pieces on that list 
12 uh, Years a Slave? 12 Years a Slave, of course. Yeah, that was set in 1984. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's... It's a cool film, and it, it looks cool, it looks great, but I, I agree with Christian Larkin, but you, in fact the biggest con is to the the viewer, because there isn't really a great story there. It's great acting, great performances, and you, you sort of think you're watching a really good film, but is it a good film? You know, and all the elements are there, yeah. apart from the story that hooks you, and it feels that when, you know, when you're reading a really long novel, and you start off, and the writing's really good, and you think well, this is going to get good soon, isn't it? It must. You'll give, you'll give fed loads of detail. You're fed loads of scenes that you think this must be setting something up because it, it, you'll give me all this information. So I, I felt a little bit disappointed. I like the heron costume. Um, Amy Adams was uh, majestic in it. She is one that confuses me because. Um, I was first sort of aware of her, as many were, I think, from Enchanted, which mm-hmm. is she amazing. Is sublime, she's incredible. Her and James Marsden just rule that film and just make everyone fall in love with them, and they're so funny and note perfect. And then for me, she sort of blends into the background in a, a quite a few other films. And then, as you say, she's sort of brilliant. She's, in the, she's great in the fighter as well. I think she's in as well, isn't she? I'm yeah, sure. she was in uh, the Master, and uh, she's in Talladega Nights. People forget. But, she um, she's very she play, sort of pretends to be an English uh, person as part of the con and it puts on an English voice a bit sort of, not really like Princess Diana but it's very believable she's very fanciful in it I fancy Amy Adams more in this film and it sounds really more than Jennifer Lawrence which is saying something wow but you <laughs> love Jennifer Lawrence yeah I'm now in love with Amy Adams um, Jennifer Lawrence is great as well she plays this just demented wife who is one of those people who can never lose an argument and will always twist everything round so they're That's right. a fun character to play. Yeah, she, and she's great at it. Uh, and I think that though, and Bradley Cooper, for me, um, isn't on the same level as those three other actors. Well, what do we think of Bradley Cooper? Because he, I haven't seen Silver Linings Playbook, which was the one that people celebrated him for, but I, I haven't really I'm enjoyed him in anything. Was it Place Beyond the Pines? Yeah, sorry, he's very good, that, good in that. He's all right in that. Yeah. I actually watched on TV over Christmas the A Team mm. remake. Have you seen this? No, film? I haven't. I actually quite enjoyed it, but not for the reasons the filmmakers wanted me to, because because they're doing this sort of high camp um, uh, A Team thing, but they've cast proper actors in it. As in Bradley Cooper and Liam Neeson can't really do comedy. Mm. They're doing, you know, tortured and real all the time. But they're doing sort of fluffy, breezy stuff. They both come across as complete psychopaths. (laughs) (laughs) Like Liam Neeson's a guy who keeps just forcing everybody to make plans all the time yeah. but it's played as real and and he... Some when the tank comes out of the helicopter oh it's helicopter amazing and they the tank fires into the sea to stop it from but because Murdoch is playing as someone who's actually mentally ill and the two of them seem mentally ill it's, it, the whole film just has this context of poor B.A. Baracus just hanging out with these guys imagine Mr. T being the normal one in your exactly. gang well what <laughs> Watch it because that is exactly what it felt like when I watched it. Rampage Jackson just going, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, it's quite fun. Yeah, so American Hustle, I enjoyed it. It's not one of the greatest films of, of the year. I'd be, but it's not for quite a lot of Oscars. It's just a cool film. It's not like that kid at school who's uh, 
sort of growing up two years fast and it's really cool but and maybe in a few years time they'll go back and, and they'll go well, that kid was a dick there was enough no um no substance to him it is style over substance you're saying American Hustle is the kid that peaked at school the, mm, the, one, the one who's right. big in the sports teams and then you you go back ten years later and he's still working in the local garage it looks like, it looks great and it look, it, for people who like clothing and like style and like sort of cool walking that sort of elements of casino cool to it you know mm. and the, it's quirk they obviously all the actors for them it's great it's almost like actors can show off here's three or four great parts just do what you want and I'll put the camera on you sounds Does like it a swagger fest maybe it is a little bit and is there a plot to, is there enough of a plot to it who's the director um, it's uh, Russ Abbott <laughs> <laughs> he's taken another a, bloody Russ Abbott film yeah up for an Oscar I mean, who'd have thought it? it was his first thing? And he only did, and you, see, did you see the news that um, Alex Ferguson went on a holiday with Russ Abbott over Christmas? Of course, it's David O. Russell. Of course, it is David O. Russell. And he wrote <laughs> it as well. Yeah, yeah. David O. Russ Abbott. New hashtag, please. And he wrote it with Eric Singer. But it's um... sorry, Russ Abbott went on holiday with Alex Ferguson. Apparently, are they lovers? I think they're wives came as well. Mm, the perfect crime. <laughs> And David O. Russell also directed Silver Linings Playbook as well. Ah, uh, yes, of course. So he likes Bradley Cooper for some reason. I think they, I think, but Silver Linings Playbook and this are both slightly overrated films. We'll be going. You be hey, hey, listen. You make your own decision. We'll be working. Did you like from- I Heart Huckabees? That's. Uh, I I did when I saw it, but I have one of those sinking feelings that if I rewatched it as an adult, I'd go, "Oh, this is too quirky." But maybe not. Maybe I did like it at the time. Yeah, I think Dustin Hoffman and Lily Tomlin are absolutely amazing. Yes, that was it. Dustin Hoffman then did that part that he played in that film ten more times in other films. Do you know? Um, which sort of does undermine it, I think. He's do, you know, uh, do you know the Doug Stanhope joke about uh, Robert De Niro? No. Because um, the guy that um, Raging Bull was based on, Jake LaMotta, lives yes. in the same town as Stanhope. And so he says, oh, for the y- younger viewers, Robert De Niro used to be an actor. And <laughs> 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 I think it's the same about We've talked about it. We've said, you know, there'd be a generation who thinks Robert De Niro is, you know, plays comedy old men. Well, I've got an- another thing. We'll talk about Dustin Hoffman. Um... I watched Rain Man recently, and that is a. It's, we're talking about films that have aged really, really badly. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman won an Oscar for his performance of, um, you know, uh, Raymond in that film. Yes. Now, it seems really naive. Really? To me. It was incredible because I hadn't seen that film for seven or eight years, and it was really wow. celebrated as someone playing an autistic person. Uh, and now it just seems really bad. I rewatched Goldeneye the other day, which I used to love, think was brilliant Bond film, would defend it to people. Rewatched that. Oh my God, it's aged. <laughs> like, incredibly Is it so. just your... Is it because you know that Pierce Brosnan's aged so much? I, th- I think just the very idea of James Bond has aged terribly. Mm. You know, and they've moved on from it and it still seems a little outdated with the Daniel Craig stuff. But mm. if you go back to what it... It was still quite Roger Moore-y in the Piers Brosnan ones and it's so crass and crap, mm. the whole thing. Like, I saw a little bit of Goldeneye recently. and um, I used to love Alan, Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming's performances. 
so stupid. I, no, I didn't like at the time. I hated Alan Cummings' performance, isn't it? It's so, God, it's music. Yeah, it's like hell. someone playing. It's like a, but it's got two comedy Russians school. in it with uh, Robbie Coltrane playing a uh, Ah, Mr. Bond. I feel that you. <laughs> he sounds like the um, kid in my middle school who played Dracula and Dr- Dracula Spectacular. The worst, <laughs> the worst accent of a, a Transylvanian accent until Goldeneye when Alan Cumming came along and did that weird. Thing. <laughs> wow. Anyway, yeah, American Hustle. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Films that just don't hold up. Do you think American Hustle will, uh, will date? It doesn't really do. It's one of those films that doesn't really do enough to actually have a. Mm. It's not solid enough. You watch it, and it's almost like a, a trick of what's actually happened there. Does anything happen? In it? You walk out of the cinema thinking, does any does anything really happen there? Was there really? Have I missed something? Mm. Did I not? Maybe it's me who didn't understand it properly. Maybe it is me who didn't understand it. But please, why not? If tell us what you think. Write in. How can people write in? You can write in by emailing us steerfilmfandango at gmail.com or if you're lazy, go on our Facebook page forward slash filmfandango or if you're ill, go on Twitter at filmfandango. And also, you can follow us on Twitter at Mr David Reed. Yes, and at Marit Larwood. Yes, <laughs> or at Turley God. T-U-R-L-Y-G-O-D. Um, and that, for five points, Mary Cloud, is a, a quote from which Shakespeare tragedy? Um, I know. I must be one I haven't read. Henry the... Um, That's his Lesbian. <laughs> Henry the Lesbian. Uh, Part two. <laughs> it's not one... It's not, it doesn't start with Henry. No. That, those are the histories. Okay. Oh, yeah. It'll be um, Macbeth. No! King it's not Lear. Hamlet. It's King Lear. King I'm not Lear. reading there. Well, make sure you read King Lear and watch American Hustle. <laughs> For next week. Yeah. Class. Uh, right, we asked uh, Tom to pick a film to talk about, and uh, he picked one that neither of us have ever heard of, and I'm quite pleased he did. What film was it, Thomas? It's called The, the Gods Must Be Crazy. And can, for the uninitiated, you explain briefly what the synopsis is of this movie? Um, it is a sort of faux documentary to start with, in a way, um, with a sort of really sort of camp, stiff upper lip British guy who says things like, uh, "He spoke long and earnestly with the baboon, and uh, he spoke long and earnestly until the baboon began to pay attention." <laughs> it's, it's like a, it's almost like a kids' TV show kind it's, of thing it's, at the it's, beginning. It's sort of a co- it's sort of a comic strip yeah. movie. Um, set in the Kalahari Desert um, about a bushman and uh, a nascent couple. (laughs) And one day, um, basically this is a bush tribe who's never met any other people, basically, and they live a very simple, idyllic lifestyle out in the bush. And uh, one day a guy flying an aeroplane throws a Coke bottle out the window and it lands in their village. Popex Machina! Yep. (laughs) Um, They use it as a tool, and then they decide it's evil because it's, they've only got one of it. It's the first time they've been introduced to scarcity. and uh, Which creates jealousy and competition. And, it, it, and, and they, so one of the Bushmen decides to take it to the edge of the earth and throw it off. And so goes on an adventure to throw away a Coke bottle. There's, so a, there's a Benny Hill Civil War. <laughs> which it, the, the, the darkest... Sort of light film I've ever seen. <laughs> there's so much death. There's child kidnap. Is it, uh, there's... Is it, but it's still not... Every now and again, you th- 
you when you go to we go to cinema quite a lot and I see things and you realise just and I bang on this quite a lot how much of strict structure there is to like American films when yes. you see the cinema it was so refreshing I'm not seeing anything like this it was made in 1980 yes if you saw us on TV you'd think and it was made um, it's a South African film so it's redubbed yes it was, it was which is amazing so it's dubbed over with English uh, voices it feels like I thought it was just the accents was it oh um, okay, I thought it was maybe. her accent. Yes, or maybe so is. sick. They redubbed it for American audience, and it's the American redubbed version of her voice that we. Yes, oh, okay. that's right. But it feels like it was made in 1960. You would never yeah, think. Yeah. It was yeah, no, no, I think film. it was made a bit earlier than 1980. I think it oh, wasn't okay. released in America until 1980. Did you see? Did you see that thing on? Uh, I'm just reading about it online because I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Because I used to live in Africa, and then I, I think I watched it shortly after we left, or maybe when we were there. Right. Which is why I picked it because it's uh, very much a, a film like I have flashes of like watching the when you know when the Land Rover goes up and up into the tree. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, that's a that is a memory flashback. <laughs> yeah. That is whoa. I've seen this a lot of times. But um, f- from 1980, there was one cinema in Hollywood that showed it every week until the film caught fire because it was so thin. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. It, it it's it held a world record for that, didn't it? It's yeah, been shown like in 20 shown years. in California for the longest time. I 20 can't years. I've never something. never heard of it. No, neither have I. I loved it. So I did really I. Loved I've it. never seen a film with so much sped up footage in it. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's and it's comical. The film would have been it's, so long. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> the, the bit, the assassinations right at the start, where they managed to kill four cabinet ministers, yes. these rebels. We should explain a subplot. Is um, meanwhile, there's a sort of you know uh, the, the rebels are trying to overthrow uh, the government, the government in and there. the nasty men with guns, and they incompetently storm the Capitol building and kill four cabinet but, ministers but, but, and but, run but away with, with machine guns sped up yeah. to, to make it like oh, not nearly as bad. <laughs> Gun, like six it, people die. You, I've never seen Cameron work like it. It, it. If and and the film still holds up, even though it feels like it's filmed. And we, you, you talked about the Benny Hill before. It's filmed by what looks like rank amateurs at some point. Yeah. There's really odd movements to the camera. There's zoom ins and zoom outs. I reckon it's just the only camera they could get. Mm. And I, I also reckon it's a very very noisy camera. And all the dialogue, even the original Afrikaans, yeah, yeah. they just didn't bother recording sound on location. Yeah. Same as because it's a lot cheaper if you do that. Because yeah. like um, uh, El, Mar- El Mariachi's done that. Done well, that. also it's quicker because you don't have to wait for those birds to shut up or yeah. the plane to stop going overhead or whatever. Yeah. And so the, um, the, the, for that reason, there's a lot of like dodgy lip sync but that becomes a stylistic it's, thing after the first 10 minutes you just but then a lot of music it. as well for because a lot of it is silent yeah but this is music's... all this podcast is all dubbed over with different people mm. you may think you're listening to our voices but these are actors brought in to pretend to be us I'm Timothy Spall <laughs> um, there's uh, it's it's sort of in, it is incredible I think it's quite like Actually, all black and white um, films like Ch- Charlie Chaplin. Chaplin. Yes, it feels like that sort. It's it's a slapstick movie. Mm. Basically, the whole film is slapstick. But the main actor, um, who's the main, um, so you've got the the tribesman, and he goes off to get rid of his coat bottle. You've got the the coup taking place, attempted coup taking yep. place, and also and then you've got you've a school got, teacher who yeah, arrives, a school teacher so who who's worked in the Western world isn't like it moved to become a teacher, and she falls in love with a guy who's doing experiment on elephant shit or something who are perfect yeah he's he's a he's data for his doctoral thesis there that's we go. right he's 
really brilliant. He's great, isn't he? And some of the slapstick set pieces the, with the, the bit car. When he, he comes, when he comes to bring her shoes back. Well, and the whole car thing with the car. Yeah, and he must have done. He, and you realise yeah. that back then the stunts are he, amazing. He must have done his own stunts. Yeah. yeah. And this bit with was probably really, really dangerous, but it's so well thought out. And I thought, he, I thought the 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 storyline, the actual was really beautiful yeah. at times, beautifully told, and it feels like it's thought through properly. So despite the bad camera work, despite the fact it looks dated, that adds to its charm as well, and it's sped up. The story itself is rock solid. Yeah. Yeah, and and they they never sort of abandon the story because they're having too much fun being stupid. You know, they stick with it, and but whilst remaining stupid at all times. Like no, it's really really good, and I, I love the um, his his assistant. Yes, the, the, the mechanic guy. Yeah, he's just hilarious. They might have to little bugger <laughs> you said before you said it reminded it was um, maybe led to Crocodile Dundee he's got a feel, yeah, a feel yeah. of that about it, it do, well this is long before well Crocodile Dundee sort of 80 86 maybe but um, yeah it's got that feel to it hasn't it of the well the culture class I'm going to guess 83 but, for Crocodile Dundee mm. isn't it? Eighty-six. I was right. The sort of uh, trackers and bushmen getting one over on the city folk as well is in there as well. And, and just uh, um, the, 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 the title, the God, the Gods must be crazy. It's probably because because it's not um, like racist, but it is a little bit patronising, and that's probably the most patronising thing about it is the title. Yes. Don't be put off when you look on Netflix or you see the ti- you see the cover. And you see someone holding a Coke bottle and it looks like it's some wacky, yeah, yeah. odd film. It looks like a Wayans Brothers film Yes, or it does, yeah. yeah. But I thought this is going to be awful. And I watched the first 10, 15 minutes and I called my girlfriend and said, you've got to watch this film. I'm not seeing anything like it. It's really refreshing. And that, you know, Crocodile Dundee, I think that's a good way of talking about the hope and the, uh, yeah. it feels fresh. It's got a different perspective to the American one. Which is what is uh, refreshing about the character of Crocodile Dundee in mm. that he isn't a cowboy like all uh, mm. all American heroes in all American films are, where you know they live in a lawless society and if you can shoot a man and get away with it, if he was bad, that's a good thing. Mm. That isn't what Crocodile Dundee believes, and this is similar. The heroes have completely different values, D- and yeah, it's weirdly refreshing to watch a different story. You know, where he that he is heroic, but he doesn't have to be a total badass all the time. Yeah, um, the, the bit the bit where he, uh, he dresses up and, and sneaks in, so funny. Don't give any spoilers. Yeah, away. yeah. Oh, it, it, you know, it, that no, doesn't really it, spoil it. It is, it is 33 years old. <laughs> I really, I, I would, felt really refreshed by this film. Mm. Really. And I would, I would, um, I, I recommend it because I, I was say, like, I was like, I'm sure I'm going to remember bits. The, the key bit that I, re- I remember is like, that's not in there. Oh, it might have been the second one. <laughs> so then immediately watch the second one this afternoon. Now, there's one There's one official sequel. There's one official sequel by um, the guy who wrote... The Gods the Must Be Crazy 2. And then three unofficial... And I haven't seen any of them. I've how, never heard How are them. they unofficial sequels? Same actor, is it? Same or, actor. Right. Um, but not the, the guy who wrote, produced, directed and edited Okay, so it's... who plays the um, minister at the start? Yes, he does. The director plays the oh, reverend. Okay. Um, um, so it's not official because it's not sanctioned by, written by him or sanctioned by him. Right. But they're like he, they, the gods must be in China. Was <laughs> the fifth one? I think gets um, a bit. It gets a bit. Uh, I don't know. They might be police really good. academy. They it? might be really good. Yeah. But this was a massive box office hit throughout worldwide. Yeah. 
and it is has got that appeal. You can go and watch it with kids. It's got stuff. Uh, that's what I think. I enjoyed it so much as a kid. I uh, would, and I don't have children. So if you have children, uh, make them watch it because they'll bloody love it. And the slapstick is really great. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's I, set in such a dark world, um, and yet is so light-hearted and heartwarming mm. at the same time. Yeah, but the, the second one, um, the the scene I remembered was um, the little a little kid getting stuck in a in a water tank. Right. Oh, no. That's, so that was, that was like, I've got I've got to see this scene, so I, so I had to watch Godzilla. Does he die? He does not die. The second film is basically Finding Nemo, and Wacky Races, and like another road movie, and then they all sort of come together. I love sped up uh, film Wacky Races style stuff. Like Death Race Two Thousand has the, loads the, of the, it the, in it. the stunts in the second one are even better. It's a different couple. Does it feel uh, as old as the first one? It's it's nine years later. But is it the same sort of style and shot the same way? It is. Yeah, it was the same guy. The, the, yeah. the, the budget's slightly better. Like he's got he's got a sort of top knock off Tom Selleck as the leading man. <laughs> he's really really good, mm. and he, he's able to pull off the the the. It's not quite slapstick. He doesn't do, but he's able to pull off the kind of stunts and stuff. It's just <laughs> magic. I'm trying to think of anyone who does this sort of. Movie, as we said, like, you know, Chaplin esque thing of the stunts are the star, and Jackie Chan is the only one I can mm. think of. And he's they, sort of winding up now, isn't he? But this was um, they're it? all kung fu movies now. That, that, they are just some almost like Mr. Bean things. Are all wholly stunt movies? These, this is like a character trait as well as the story. The yes. stories are really engrossing and totally original. Mm. You don't know what's going to happen if it, it, it's incredible. I really. I really recommend. I can't believe I've not heard of this film before. Well, yeah. When I said I was going, I tweeted. I'm going to this. The only person who retweeted it uh, was uh, Pierre Novelli. He's, Af- he's South African. Yeah. So presumably it isn't widely known. I can't believe. I, I can't remember it ever being shown on TV over here. Because I, no. I, 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 I can't remember where I saw. It. I think I saw it in Bangladesh, but I might have seen it in Zim- when I was living in Zimbabwe. Um, but if if it was from Bangladesh, we. we I think it must have been from the British High Commission video library, which is where we used to get. <laughs> I'm just imagining you breaking into it. It's <laughs> the only place you can get videos from. Was there? No, we can get, you, can get, you can go to Video Connection as well, but that was all pirates. <laughs> pirated videos that you could rent. <laughs> when we? How long did you live abroad for then? Uh, until I was like 15 and a half. Where did you live? In order. Um, Sri Lanka, Denmark, Egypt, Malawi, Zimbabwe, the Philippines, and Bangladesh. And what, your dad was a pirate, right? <laughs> civil engineer. Okay. What do civil engineers do? Well, he he did water infrastructure projects. So, like, how thick a pipe needs to be for this fresh water supply, or the plumber. He would never actually do any of it. Oh, of course. <laughs> he would just do all the you know the maths, the okay. engineering. Ah. The dry work, as they call it. Yes. In the well, plumbing it, 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 He started in um, working in London in the in the sewers as his first job. That he hasn't worked in this country since the seventies. Mm-hmm. Why did he not? Well, man. because all then all of his experience was abroad. Because he absolutely stank. <laughs> <laughs> he had to work a rich. He had to work abroad for twenty years until the shit smelled. A rich London businessman found him in the sewers and trained him up from a boy. <laughs> 
Oh. Well, I'm sorry to insult, insult your dad like that. He's never going to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's one of a very few people that that's true of. Uh, he doesn't listen to podcasts. He's got a little Google Nexus, but he doesn't have podcasts. Okay. Oh, one well, you never know. You never know, do you? One day. Um, well, yeah, thank you for bringing it in. Not at all. And for everyone who is now intrigued, that name again is The Gods Must Be Crazy, and it is on Netflix. I'm sure it's elsewhere. Uh, go find it. He spoke Please. long and earnestly until the baboon began to pay attention. <laughs> this is the best film I've seen so far this year, and I, and I include some Oscar Victory. nominees in that. <laughs> Victory! Victory! Yeah, 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 we are only, we're only about you know, 20 days in, so 16 days in. Yeah. So. Um, 17. Um, yeah, well, Tom, thank you for coming on. Not at all. Are you doing anything? Anything you want to plug? Um, oh, God, no. Great. <laughs> no, I'm doing, I'm doing new material on the 29th in Hackney Wick. 29th of January? Yes. Hackney Wick. It's All called, right. It's called Laugh. Exclamation mark. Laugh. All right. Uh, well, uh, we'll be back next week with more movies. We're going to talk about some more of those Oscar nominations and probably chat about 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, keep watching the films. And also, if you want to donate to help this podcast running, I think we're just above the red zone. <laughs> We've just entered solvency, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Uh, uh, you can go to our website and it just pays for the cost of putting the podcast online and helping us go, go and buy cinema tickets. Yeah, uh, that's uh, filmfandango.co.uk. And thank you very much to people who have donated in the past, we really appreciate it. You well. are heroes. We'll be back next week. Keep watching the films. Bye. Goodbye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.